gonna stop, 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 stop starting with bombs. You need a new sound effect. No, no. <laughs> I don't think you can live without that sound effect. I don't effect. think I can either, man. <laughs> it feels wouldn't. good. It makes me feel like I'm a real DJ, even though like I've sold out. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome! <laughs> Marketing Misfits episode 20, or 21. 21. We can finally drink, guys, if you can't tell. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> we can, we can, yes, we can finally drink. Uh, episode 21. Let's go. I was that dramatic pause. I know. My music, my laptop, everything. Oh, here have it right today. There we go. There we go. Mm. Episode 21 of Marky Misfits. I am Mike Summers. Chad McHenry. Ryan Chappelle. Stu Cornelius. Yes. Everybody wants to make sure they get their name before it starts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you be a meanie Thought you wanted me to go Or why you trying to keep me teeny Aight It's a dreamy Wished it on a genie I got fans finally And she wanted them to see me Aight I thought you want this for my life For my life Said you wanted to see me thrive You lied Just said to me Panini. This fun fact about that song. Um, it's about like people like his old or people that were rocking with him before he like made it and then when he made it they kinda like fell off like fucking with him. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. It was like super oh. random it was a long wow. time ago. I was wondering what like the, the philosophical lyrics of Don't You Be a Meanie. <laughs> he said he's saying like thought, thought, he thought you wanted panini. me to <laughs> thought you wanted me to thrive, right? Uh, he thought you wanted me to thrive. Okay. Um, you know, Let's go. Behind the also, Stu requested that song was on his phone the whole time. Just, <laughs> just for the record. Just for the You know, I'm just uh <laughs> <laughs> trying to still do work, man. You know, never, you know it never ends <laughs> when you leave it. the office, fam. It's just Stu, Stu Stu is the most like non caring, disengaged person of this podcast <laughs> of all time. And other podcasts. That's not true. I talk the most. He's really what talking about. Stu is Actually, really good. That's, that's because Stu will drop. Stu will drop a gym and then drop out. Like. Yes. Yeah, I know. We let Stu get away with a lot just because he's good on the mic. Am yeah, I the only yeah, one that's yeah. ever been in a fucking meeting before? Are you guys serious right now? <laughs> yeah. you, guys, you guys do the same thing. Huh. You know, I think we should do X, Y, and Z, and then you're done for the rest of the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to ASOS. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get this vest. It's yeah. on sale. <laughs> so um thank you thank you thank you for tuning in this is a special Lil Nas X episode um Ooh. we'll do a, a a quick intro for you guys um so. no he's not here by the way definitely not here um for, for our new listeners Mike Summers over at J&J we got Jeff at Wyden Kennedy we have Ryan over at Spotify we have uh Stu over at Twitter and we have Yes at iHeartRadio all giving you some diverse, funky-ass perspectives um, in a raw way um, about the shit we talk about at work. Um, they said, well, cuss words and rap music. Um, <laughs> the way it was intended. Accurate, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, so with that, we actually want to go through today um, in this quick little snackable episode uh, about the rise of Lil Nas X over the past year. Um, Ryan. 
Yeah, so I'll be um, reading from Twitter as as you guys know. I still have the not book of Twitter. Fi- figured one. out Twitter, and I don't have really <laughs> used my Twitter since, Did you download the app? since 2010. But um, on Ooh. Twitter, um, oh, you got it. It's a thread uh, <laughs> from the marketing examples. Oh, um, you have the app. Yes, I have the Good app. Good for you. Man. I'm work. We're gonna work. We're gonna work on it. Yeah, soon. we're gonna set up time to like, figure my Twitter out. Ryan hates I'll, me. I'll get. So no, what? I want to figure it out. I'm gonna why, figure it out why, by the. Why don't you like Twitter? It's not that I don't like it. I kind of skip. No, over why it. do you hate Stu? It's a better question. <laughs> <laughs> right, Stu equals Twitter. Therefore, you hate Stu and Twitter. Yes. Why do you hate Stu? Stu's the man. Listen, I'm trying you to. You skip Twitter. I skip Twitter and Snapchat, so I'm never okay. on Snapchat. Okay, I get it. Snapchat's for what about TikTok? For toddlers, TikTok. So. I want to get on there, but I just yeah. I feel so like basically you don't it. have social media. Is what you're I do. Me. I have Instagram. <laughs> what about oh, Facebook? Oh wait, you have Reddit. What about Facebook? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Now, That's now good. it's gotten a little out of hand. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I'll, I'll go visit your Pinterest. I ain't got time to go read Reddit like that. <laughs> um, what about your YouTube channel? Oh shit, I ain't got that either. <laughs> um, <laughs> I watch YouTube. I go, to, I go down YouTube rabbit holes, but um, I skipped over Twitter and skipped over Snapchat. Yeah, gotta, Let's get our number one Instagram marketer here. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. I mean, we we spend enough money with them. Um, but yeah, so this is from uh, marketing examples at um, Good Marketing Headquarters and. They did a Twitter thread on the marketing genius of Little Nas X. And so we're going to share that with you guys while all the misfits in the room um, comment and share their thoughts on how Little Nas X is a genius or his his marketing is genius, um, geniusly done. So to kick it off. So when Little Nas X dropped out of college to pursue music, he didn't write many songs. Um his sole, sole focus was growing on or excuse me, was going <laughs> growing in an audience. <laughs> I can't read today. Um <laughs> We go back to it. Oh, he lived on Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, See, that's why I didn't want to do it. That's why I didn't want to do it. I love on Twitter. Ask for a volunteer. To All right, I'm gonna, I got, I got, I got, the I got, best I got, one to do got, this is Stu. I got it, I got it. When Lil Nas X dropped out of college to pursue music, he didn't write many songs. His sole focus was growing an audience. He lived on Twitter, made friends, and got popular uh, posting memes. Okay, quickly stop his, there real quick. Oh, quickly. Wait, it's not finished. Quickly, his account grew to 30,000 followers. Period. By posting memes. Yes. <laughs> we supposed to interject that it, it rhymes like I'm not finished. No, it was a full tweet. It was a full tweet. Wait, you want to go clear? Let me be clear. That was a full tweet. Right? No, I'm, I'm following him. That was a full tweet. Right? You want to give you the full tweet? All right, cool. I had to give you the full tweet. Stop it. Okay. Cool. Can, can you read it? Cyberbullying. Yeah. Cyberbullying on Twitter over here. Like, there's some. There's some right, brands so, that can't get to thirty thousand followers. Just so you know. Yes, thirty thousand followers <laughs> is actually, pretty hard. Yeah, it's really hard. Even like as. I mean, even my, myself, like as a DJ, like I realized, like, oh, like I'm I'm growing really fast, and then you hit a number, and it's like, and oh, okay, just, these man, are my friends. 10, <laughs> yeah, 10, these are my friends. Yeah, I have a lot of friends, <laughs> but they stop right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they, um, I, I, we, we also, I, and I don't know how to feel about it because you see a lot of people who are just out there, just kind of like doing shit and like posting memes and stuff, and they have followers, but people are like, is that a real job? Is that are you monetizing that? And I think, I mean, the foundation of this is that yes, but. Yeah. The next tweet will tell you. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go. All right. So the plan was to use his following to promote his music, but it wasn't that simple. I'd post funny memes and get 2,000 retweets. Then I'd post a song and get 10. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, so as a DJ, I actually feel the same thing. If I post anything that's actually, if I post my wife, that's the most likes I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> like, that pride. Are you surprised? Yeah. That's, that's that. Yeah. That. Put it in a DJ booth and then shoot a video. Goddamn. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's the number one I get, and the least I get is if I post a party flyer. There you go, a party flyer. Yeah, yeah. where you actually have to like come hear me perform. 
Yeah, but if, not even like me DJing, like a flyer of come to this party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Engagement is like in the... I just told yeah. you what to do. Post a flyer, but put Aaliyah in the DJ booth yeah. <laughs> with right? you when you're doing your That's thing. That's actually smart. That's smart. Uh, it also goes into... Okay, hold on. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That actually goes into um, a piece of, I think, like adding value that we always talk about within social media of like... How do you actually uniquely use your channel to add actual value to consumers and not just like talk about yourself? That's yeah. Fair. All right. That's cool. fair. So Lil Nas got creative. He, he stopped tweeting uh, SoundCloud links and started writing a song he could promote through memes. It had to be short. It had to be catchy. It had to be funny. I think that's. I, I think mean, that's really that brilliant. Good. That was a good. I, mean, I think that's. I think that's. Are y'all talking about Ryan's reading? Yeah. Or are y'all talking? About- <laughs> <laughs> Leave you me alone. It. It's been a long day. You did it. You did it. It's been a long day. Listen, the tactic, smartass. <laughs> oh my god! Somebody fire Mike, please. You see, I'm yeah, trying. Yeah, I'm trying. You, can, you can take his. You can take his place. Try to get this money. Yeah, right. <laughs> Look, Mike, I don't even know if Mike's marketing anymore anyway. <laughs> He's going to want to sell the marketing business podcast for a million dollars. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't signed nothing. Right. <laughs> Shit, none of us did, right? Okay. No, no, I think, I think no thoughts, this, anyone? No, no I, I think that this is great. Like, I, 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 it, It's always interesting that the conven- there's a certain level of convenience that you have when you're managing your own property mm-hmm. that allows you to rebrand and kind of make decisions quickly. I think brands' biggest downfall usually is that they don't make decisions quick enough to to uh, adapt to the market conditions. And that's in finance, that's in marketing, that's yeah. in, you know, w- what do they always tell us in marketing? When a textbook gets printed, it's outdated, right? Right. Um, so when you think about the fact that he changed his strategy, instead of tweeting the SoundCloud links, he made the soundtrack to the memes right. his music, right. which yeah. is like, duh, like, it makes yep. so much right. sense, and uh, it's super, it's super clever, and and I think the the learning point for where brands can really take this to the next level is having a team that can move quickly in terms of approvals and all of that, mm-hmm. and getting there to the point where we can get further up upstream. Um, when we see a trend really take hold as it pertains yeah. to how it's resonating with consumers yep. and users. You can't underestimate the power of community management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in having like a really good community manager. Mm-hmm. Like I think we've seen that with Wendy's. We've seen that with a yeah. couple other people. But Absolutely. like Popeyes. 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 <laughs> Hamburger Helper. Hamburger Helper. <laughs> mixtape. So typically I think there are two big ways of like thinking about developing content. And one is kind of like starting from a brand and a brand message and like how you want to get that out and relate it to a consumer versus what is intrinsically going on within trends or what they're going on with consumers and then supporting that message. And that's yeah. what basically he's doing. He's saying, like, there's a story that you guys already want to hear. Let me find a way to kind of mm-hmm. support that. Yep. Yeah. And and I would just add, I mean, and Ron, you could probably attest to this as well. Like, that's just how music discovery is happening now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, on these social media channels, like, even when I never heard Bad and Bougie the song until I saw the video, like, the little cartoon joint. Mm-hmm. That was my first time really hearing the song. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know what the song is. And then I discovered it. And then that was my shit. Yeah. So, it's like, but, <laughs> so, did he start the tr- that trend? But I, yeah, I think that's that what trend? happened is like, I mean, we'll, we'll see amazing. more in the tweets as well. But like just the fact that he knew that that was the way that yeah. people were going to be like mm-hmm. into the music and how they're going to discover new stuff content, and how they yeah. consume content. I mean, exactly. to be that aware, um, you know, someone that doesn't have experience in this industry is dope. And to figure it out for himself. Yeah. I mean, that be that alone is like yeah. so admirable. It's special. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. And then, like, it, it goes on to say, like, you know, Old Town uh, Road was the result. So Nas paired it with a video of a dancing cowboy and shared it with its followers. 
video went viral, so Nas stuck to his formula. Short viral videos to the tune of Old Town Road, full song linked underneath. As an unknown artist, it was the way he could um, get the word out, and the views started piling up. This is interesting. Yeah, I was going to say this yeah. is a full stop pause right here. This is interesting because this is something we've seen before. You remember Beyonce always on beat? Mm, it's yeah, literally yeah. the mm. same format. Yeah. Over and over again, except and what, it's his and what was song. Beyonce always on beat? So there was there was a, a I guess a trend at a certain point where people this. decided to post different Beyonce videos of either her music videos or her performing at a concert, and it'd be to different songs. But somehow, uncannily, she was always, always on, on beat, beat. Yeah. and so that became the meme and the hashtag Beyonce always on beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you look at this, it's like. It's, it's genius because he took that formula and tweaked it and made it his own music. Right. Yeah. No one knew who he was because he didn't have the brand cachet, obviously. No, most people don't have. Most celebrities don't have the same brand cachet as as a, as a Beyonce. But he took it, made it ca- made the song really catchy, put it over viral videos that people were already going to find funny and want to consume. And that's how he pretty much incepted his brand into people's you know lexicon and and um and common vernacular and so the song picked up because you started to hear it a lot in different places it's really smart it's brilliant for a person that didn't have any ad dollars like you just gotta you gotta just pay homage yep and then so to continue so inspired by old town road success on twitter it uh, spread to tiktok and even onto billboard's country music charts Mm -hmm. yes the country music charts Nas listed it as a country song aware that the charts were less competitive smart yeah. Smart. That was good. I didn't know that. That's wow. a, that the sun is smart. Well, they were called yeah. white space. You know what I'm saying? White space. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> that shit called passion. <laughs> wow. I'm sure I'm sure Lil Nas X wasn't in on his uh sister's couch with negative money in his bank account saying like let's go to the white space. But right. he, he I mean, I think there's really, I think that, he made it there. Yeah, I think yeah. it speaks to a trend of like in music around the Really pushing the success of a single. Mm-hmm. Like, I think mm-hmm. it used to not... I think people... Like, you know, we we support a lot of uh, artists in their albums, of course, um, like all the other DSPs do. But, like, I would say right now, like, TikToks and Shillers of the World are really, like... You have to really let that, like, single, like, rock for a minute. Like, yeah. it, also, you'll see, like, a lot of... I think a new tra- another trend you'll see, like, is a lot of um, artists are really pushing remixes. Like, I think Saweetie probably had, like three or four remixes to my type mm-hmm. and like cause it, her, her song hit like I think number one on Hot Rhythmic Rhythmic yep. is like you know those mm-hmm. the ones that are more catchy songs yeah. but she had like Janae Aiko on one she had a, mm-hmm. a, a Latin one mm-hmm. um, people are really trying to let that single really ride and like rock for a minute so I mean I think that speaks to um, Old Town Road here especially and that, I think it's like the number one it's like Beat the Beatles or something like that so mm. wow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh I'm supposed to continue reading sorry Mike um <laughs> <laughs> One week later, Billboard removed it for not being a country song. Ironically, this was the best thing that could have possibly happened. Billboard decision turned Old, Round, Old Town Road into a national talking point, and two weeks later, it was number one. You see how people try oh. to just bring you down. Yeah, they hate to, us because they ain't us. us. They ain't us. <laughs> Drop that up, bomb on up. <laughs> Another lesson in branding, man. I'll tell you. And look at him now. Winning. I think he won a Grammy, if I'm not mistaken. I, he won he a couple. Won, of, he won couple. two. Actually. He won two? Yeah, Shit, won I two. wouldn't give him two now. But I'll give him uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> You can't, you can't say look at the hate and then they say, yeah. you know, this, I, this I can't be a little Nas X episode. I did not say that. I work at Spotify. Goddamn, you're, you're amazing. Yeah. You uh, uh, this is this is one of those things that like, I will tell you that there are people that don't, 
there are people that I know that don't listen to country music at all. Like that's just not a thing that they listen to. My grandfather loved country music. He was a, most people you know. He was an, he was an older mm-hmm. West African man he, around this table. Who he just likes storytelling. No, I listen to Lil Nas X. There's a, there's a, I don't listen to country at all, but there is a song about tequila. That there's like out. one or two every <laughs> once in a while. And I was like that all the countries. Every whiskey, once in a while, tequila. whiskey, yes, tequila. Yeah. Tequila. It was a little new to have the tequila. Around this table, that was the white space of country. Wait, what song is that? I don't remember. What, I, I think tequila is in the title, but I was like, oh, I've never really listened to country. But this is kind yeah. Of there's always one every, every year. Country music gives you a song. You're like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I think this is another like test in branding where it's like. Especially if you're a person of color, but especially if you're a black person, like when we feel like you're being wrong, like we about to lean in extra hard, mm. and that's essentially what happened here. Like being discredited for we gonna step it, on your neck, uh, yeah, for it to not be a country song, and like when you hear it, it's like it's a country song. It's it country just has eight oh eights on it. Yeah, yep. fam, like. Is that well, the aspect? Yeah. yeah. Are you banning 808s yeah. from country music? Like I don't, like I don't understand. Don't be mad. I made your shit lit. Right. right. Basically, and that, and that's kind of how that's really how people looked at it. They took it personal because they were kind of like, no, here's this young brother. He made this song, super catchy. It's super fun. Yeah. And, and then he stepped on your neck by and, having Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. And yep. you know what's funny? And I'll never forget Mike for saying this because I really do truly believe that this is how you know a song hit. He had little kids singing the joint. That's true. Mm-hmm. When little kids start singing a song, it's over. That yep. video of him in a school with the little kids dancing. Yes, yes. That was amazing. It's big. The, I like, mean, the, he's a kid himself, so, you know. The, the, the whole, like, Lil Nas thing, I think it also started, like, a broader conversation just about genres and music. Mm-hmm. Just yes. in general. The blurred right? lines. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And even when you saw, like, Tyler at the Grammys, mm-hmm. and right. he had that whole commentary about, yeah. like, urban. Yeah. You know, like, anytime because that wasn't a rap album, yeah. but it was, like, in the category for best rap album. Yeah. So it's like, what are the genres yeah. anymore? Right. And, I, and I like that he pushed yeah, that I conversation. Yeah, I even, like, question the title of my job all the time yeah <laughs> my manager of like having saying urban and latin because latin is not it's not one genre of music it's multiple genres mm-hmm. with, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. There's, you know there's yeah. mad genres so sub-genres and i think you have to go back <laughs> you have to go back and see the argument from somebody else but um i think the argument was there's a banjo the rhythm as well as like the content were all aligned to what like traditional country elements yes. are mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. So then it continues, says Nas wasn't stopping. Uh, he lined up, or excuse me, he lined up remixes with some of the music's biggest stars. So yeah, that's what I said. So uh, mm-hmm. Billboard has a loophole where remix plays count towards the original song's chart placement. Ooh. That's, that's, that's deep. Let's, re- let's repeat that. That's so big. Billboard has a loophole where remix plays count towards the original song's chart placement. <gasps> so, so that goes back to what I just said about like singles really man no that goes back to Diddy and we invented the the remix remix. that's what it goes back to so when you think about (laughs) alright old man no that's that's real that's real that's real That's real because uh, and and that's a big y'all know who invented the remix (laughs) 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 that's what gonna know who invented the remix Sue just had a birthday and like now he's dropping all this knowledge that's real because like you think about Disney's business or Disney Diddy's business model as it pertained to Bad Boy like his thing was giving you different perspectives on the same kinds of songs. That's I mean, you see, you see Tory Lanez doing that with Chinks Tape and a, a bunch of different yep. songs where he collaborates with the original, um, you know, creator of the song and kind of puts a different <laughs> spin, a little bit more modern spin on the song. So I think this is something that this is a big. Th- this adds to the genius of what Nas really understood the the playing field 
Um, I think better than we probably would have given him credit for had we yeah. not gone down yeah, this yeah, rabbit yeah. hole. I, I don't want to detour too much, but I, I do think it's a little bit different in the sense uh, some of the people you're referring to were to be Diddy or even uh, Tory Lanez. Like it's an actual remix in terms of like the beat, the structure of the song, like who's on it. Mm-hmm. It just has a, a similar element to it. This was just like new artists on the song. So who are yeah, kind of like yeah. so you mean just put a verse on the song you yeah, just, yeah. yeah 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 all about the benjamins all about the benjamins remix yeah <laughs> but like you take I, only I need, you i need a girl you remix. part one versus and i need a girl part, part two two different yeah. songs exactly but the yeah. fact that it charts higher is the interesting part for sure right. because if you think about the older remix they were like super remix yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah the one blood and remix has 30 yeah, people, people on it it's like 15 minutes long same concept Yes, yeah. same song. Way longer song. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate the fact that that's a thing. I mean, when you're thinking about music and, and penetrating that industry, if you know that uh, that's a loophole, yeah, like, think yeah, about yeah. what you could Serious. do with a loophole, yeah. man. Seriously. That's, so that's big. It makes so much sense now. Yeah, so like with uh, every remix, millions more streams poured in, and mm-hmm. Old Town Road became impossible to budge, of course. So weeks later, he uh, broke Mariah Carey's record for the most consecutive weeks at number one. Whew. It Wow. And should have put Mariah's record as a. It's done. Is, yeah. You should have put Mariah Carey on there. Yeah. Right? Mariah Carey on Old Town Road. It would have been lit. It would have been lit. Ooh, that would have been dangerous. So, it's easy to forget what an extraordinary story this is, which I, I think we're honoring it by yeah. you know, saying how great that is. And then five months earlier, Lil Nas was a college dropout sleeping on his sister's couch with a negative balance in his Wells Fargo account. Let me repeat that, Mike. Sorry. That's good. That's perfect. Perfect. Wow. That's the story. I mean, I've had a negative balance, but I understand. I haven't had that one in a while. (laughs) So I get it. I hope not. Yeah, Yeah, I mean. Conversation. (laughs) It was um, something, a few things. It it, 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 never underestimate, like, a a little black kid from Atlanta. Alana. (laughs) (laughs) Always got to hustle. Yeah. I didn't, but, know he was from, I didn't know he was from Atlanta. Okay. He's from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Me neither. I learned so much. I mean, he's technically, he's not technically from Atlanta. He's oh, technically shit. like from an hour outside of Atlanta. Here you go. It counts. Yeah, yeah. But, count. Let yeah. Him, let him yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll claim it. Close enough. Um, but also, like, I, we give ourselves too much credit sometimes, I think, from like this strategic thinking and this process. You have to go through this and you have to have mm-hmm. this this MBA we or you have to have this training. We overthink it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, yeah, overtraining can, yeah. He figured yes. it out. He figured it out, man. He's self made. We lose our gut sometimes in marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, we do. Mm. That's a, yeah. Yeah, so then that's a word. Hold on. Jeff is like, not us. Not us. Well, I would say that I would say that there's an aspect of what marketing has become that allows us to be in those rooms to keep it simple because of yeah. things that we've that has resonated with us, even though most of marketing hasn't been targeted to us until you know, much recently, yeah, we are able to see the simplicity of what mm-hmm. lands with our people right. and culture. And so I would say that that's the empowering nature of us being in the rooms that we're in. That's why it's important for us to speak up in those environments. That's a fact. And, and I think the genius of it, too, because his whole thought process was how are real people going to react to this? Absolutely. Right. So as marketers, a lot of times we think about how are people in advertising or people in marketing going to react to these ideas mm-hmm. when in reality, the thing we need to really be thinking about mm. is like, say it. Who, who, like your uncle from yeah, South Carolina, yeah, yeah. like, yes. what are they going to think this gonna about hit? this yes. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Like, and that should always be, I always have a thing where like anything I work on, I do the mom test. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I can explain it as simply as possible to my mother, Fam. I know I'm on the yeah. right I think every, track. I think hey, 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 every creative thought like that's that. That's it. You know, that's all that's it. it. Yeah. I don't think every creative nor every marketer thinks No, but no. They're thinking about that. Kansas but that's crazy to me. Like, yeah, yeah. like we were, you know, we were talking before about even like Super Bowl ads and stuff. It's like 
did the ad resonate in the ad world or did it resonate in the in real, real world? life? Right. You know what I mean? And if it resonates in real life, then that's all that matters. It works. Yes, you know right. what I'm saying? That's why the little Nas X thing works. Work. And, and I, um, so uh, I also wrap this up, but one thing I want to throw on that, um, is there is, I think we, so there's an up and a down thing we have to change. So there's a perspective of like people not having their voice heard in rooms, particularly like, people of color going in rooms. And it comes from two sides. One, like there's a culture that's never had, um, that voice heard in the sense of a individual perspective. So if you, if traditionally it's all white men, a white man is not going to come into a room and say like, oh, this is how I feel as a white man. But one, everybody here looks like you. And two, it's just not socially accepted. You don't have to say it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to say it. Yeah. yeah. We, 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 all, we wow. all know. We see it so, by the people you hired around you. So, <laughs> so therefore, there's a culture um, kind of institutionalized that you can't speak from a personal perspective. You can only speak from a scientific or a formulaic or mm. right, based on research perspective. And you can't speak on, on an individual perspective. But if you're the black person in that room or the Hispanic person in the room, as much as you may not want to speak on behalf of all black people or all Hispanic people, and you can't, you have to at some points. And, and, no, and it's okay to. It's okay mm-hmm. to say, like, as a black man, this don't feel right. Or as a yeah. black man, like, I, I, I think we should yeah. be doing something like this. And we don't have that built up because we don't have the confidence going in and we don't have the confidence going in because that culture wasn't built before yeah, because new. everybody yeah. looks This is looks fairly new. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's something I think leaders have to change as well as like we have to change kind of going in. That's a fact. Um, all right, man. So also, Lil Nas X apparently has a new song featuring Nas called Rodeo. Have y'all heard this? Like, I haven't yeah, heard, yeah, right? heard about like, it, yeah. Escobar? Like, came out at the Grammys. Yeah, like, yeah. Illmatic? Oh, yeah, it was on the Grammys? Yeah, they performed Yeah, it was like uh, yeah. I can't watch the Grammys. The Kobe thing threw me off. I can't yeah, watch it. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> yeah. But, um, all right. That's well, the outro. Let's check it out. Yeah. Right. I don't know why my, this thing won't work today, but. Mm-hmm. It's probably my laptop. Oh, it's your laptop over there. I already don't like it. Oh, hold on. Oh, this is the remix to this song. Yeah. With Nas on it. Oh, it's another one. I actually like oh, this. Oh, this is like real remix. Yeah. If I take you everywhere, then will you wouldn't know how to walk? If I spoke on your behalf, then will you wouldn't know how to talk? If I gave you everything. Okay, they're right. They're right. Damn. I like this song. Okay, okay. I retract my statement. I like it. Uh, all right. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Episode uh, 21 of Marky yep. Misfits. Woo. 21. 21. 21. 21. 21, 21. <laughs> I am Mike Summers. Jeff McHenry. Ryan Chappelle. It's Duke Cornelius. Yes. Get with us next time. We do that later on. Now we live like cigarettes.